yep. comes full circle. Yeah, full circle. And if you wanted to, so, you could even make it rain. You can't do that, actually. It's really hard to do with Bitcoin. <laughs> I think you've just come up with an app that needs to be made. Oh, man. That's actually pretty good. A make it rain app? Or you just push a button and then just Bitcoin just rains on your phone and then you can just show it to people. That's as good as it gets. <laughs> That's as good as it gets, huh? That's about as good as it gets. <laughs> Look at all this Bitcoin raining down in my phone. Mm-hmm. So if you're one... a woman and, you're, and you cheat on your husband with Bitcoin, is that like cold-bloodedness on a higher level? Welcome to the Bitcoin Podcast. This show is intended for information purposes only, but we're not experts. We're just two guys within the Bitcoin community. Bitcoin is an experiment in the separation of money and state. You'll be surprised how many will support that. And adoption is the only thing that matters. Welcome to episode number 27 of the Bitcoin Podcast. I'm your first host, Marcello. And I'm host number two, D. Host number three, Corey. And this episode is brought to you by escrowmybits.com. The the holidays are just around the corner. And, uh, you know, don't board a plane with gifts. That's just just a hassle. You're going to look like an asshole. Don't be that guy. Look, use EscrowMyBits. It's fast. It's super easy. It only takes three steps. Just register and deposit Bitcoin. The seller ships the item. Buyer checks the goods and releases the funds. And they also they offer a Bitcoin escrow with a locked exchange rate. So if you're worried that they won't take euros or yen, they got you covered. Canadian money, USD, boom, all of it. They currently offer... Bitcoin escrow on a chain peg to a fiat value using new bits. So that's no complex math at the point of scale is needed. New bits is the world's first stable digital currency. They charge a small flat escrow fee of 1% on all escrow transactions. And they even offer you the ability to split the fee with the other party. So they've thought of everything. So with escrowmybits.com, you can create an escrow transaction in minutes and then you can view the status instantly and they keep your funds as secure as possible. So are you wondering if there's a cold storage option? Yep. Your funds are kept in a secure two or three multi-signature transaction where they hold only one key. The rest is yours. Boom. Put it in your pocket. Take it home with you. Escrow My Bits was created to solve all the problems wrong with the type of escrow services currently around. And their goal is to make using escrow as simple as possible. So... We want there to be no excuses on why not to use escrow. So to start the process, just go to their website, escrowmybits.com. Make sure you sign up for their newsletter. Stay up to date. It's a great service. We love it. Absolutely. Anything to add, guys? Yeah. We start selling products. We need to use them. (laughs) I can just imagine. It's funny you mentioned, like, don't be the douchebag who has a bunch of gifts at the airport. Yeah, don't be that guy. You can imagine the conversations people are having in their head like, look at this jolly douche. (laughs) He's got all these damn gifts. He loves his family so much, but he's such a douche. Yeah, we're we're all packed into this damn uh, bus, this air bus. This douche has all these gifts. Yeah, don't be that douche. Yeah, you've seen that guy. Don't be that guy. Yeah. Um, hey, did you guys know that you can buy uh, a cup of coffee at Starbucks with Bitcoin? Did you know that? I did yeah. know that. Fold app, right? That's D's like number one go to uh, get people onto Bitcoin. Yep. You can buy you, coffee, uh, guys. You know what else you can buy with Bitcoin? Everything. You can um, buy. You can buy a person, and that, uh-huh. that person <laughs> will stick your dick in them. E <laughs> shit. <laughs> So if that didn't grab your attention for the rest of the episode, I don't know what will. That definitely the future just... future is now. Yeah, you definitely yeah. let in with that. In <laughs> with that. So for a, for a cool $600 an hour and $400 an hour after that, you can use Bitcoin to touch a butt whenever you want. So if you want to spend the whole day with Coco, who's the woman that we interviewed today, it will only cost you... 
hmm, I don't know, 30 Bitcoin a day. So <laughs> that, if you're one of those really early, early adopters that just has mad, mad Bitcoins, <laughs> then you can do whatever you want. Man, uh, screw that. Even if I had a lot of Bitcoin, you know I'm trying to cut a deal. I'd be like, hey, Coco, you know, how about I give you like, how about I text you and give you like two Bitcoin? They do like personal personalized services, you know. So it's, you got you got something going on for you. <laughs> Thirty they, Bitcoin they, a day. They, that they better be some, do some, do some cutting. I'd like to customize my well, escort. You'll be doing some cutting, you know. But. <laughs> customize my escort, like if well, you're playing a video game and creating like a female. You're playing a role character. playing game. You're gonna play a role playing game. Yeah, like spin around and look at her and change your eyebrows. Zoom in, you know. <laughs> I don't like those cheekbones. I need those cheekbones a little bit higher. I could add a few, few freckles. I like freckles. Do that. <laughs> Do I want to get crazy here and add some sort of tail? Do I want to add a tail? Nah, we're going to leave the fox tail off of it this time. Let's keep it normal. <laughs> okay, that was too much. Too much. Well, I bet when I bet when uh, Nakamoto came up with, with the concept of Bitcoin, he didn't realize it was like... The perfect currency to cheat on your wife with. You know? No, no, no. He knew. He knew all along. <laughs> that was the, that was the underlying motivation. What, what do you mean, Cello? That was that's what he wrote on the whiteboard. People need to cheat on their wives, and he <laughs> underlined it. How can we fix this with the internet? And then, no, I mean, if you're just, if you're no, a woman, like, they, there's other things that you could you know in terms of like professional escort services. You know, they're just like maybe you just want to gang of hot bitches on your boat. And because you're a baller like that, and, and you can do that, you don't have to. I, mean, it's, I won't say I want to walk around and I want to see the hot bitches just suntanning on my sweet yacht. And if you have a yacht, you got money, so you can just kind of do whatever you want. And that's that's the lifestyle you want to lead. You want to sit sip on some uh, some what's that uh what's that ridiculous uh, crystal? No, I'm talking about the one named after like a rapper or some shit. I'm talking about Ciroc. Maybe that one. Anyway, so you want to be sipping on that, walking around, hot naked bitches, suntanning on your yacht. That you can do that now, and you can do it with Bitcoin. <laughs> That's the punchline. You can yeah. do that and do yeah. it with Bitcoin. You can do it. And if, if you you're want a woman, to, you could even escrow those bits just to make sure that you get the hot bitches you deserve before you release that money. Ooh, it comes know? full circle. Yeah, full circle. And if you wanted to, so, you could even make it rain. You can't do that, actually. It's really hard to do with Bitcoin. <laughs> I think you've just come up with an app that needs to be made. Oh, man. That's actually pretty good. A Make It Rain app? Or you just push a button and then just Bitcoin just rains on your phone, and then you can just show it to people. That's as good as it gets. <laughs> that's as good as it gets, huh? <laughs> that's about as good as it gets. <laughs> Look at all this Bitcoin raining down in my phone. Mm-hmm. So if you're one- a woman... And you and you cheat on your husband with Bitcoin? Is that like cold bloodedness on a higher level? Why? I don't. I don't get the pun. Well, first off, you there are no puns. So if you be, first off, you belong to a very small group of people that can't be more than say ten women in the world using Bitcoin to cheat on their husbands with escorts. And if you are, and I'm sure if your husband found out, he'd be a little mad and a little impressed. I. Would definitely be impressed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure I would just be pissed. One, you're spending our Bitcoin that we should be hodling, holding. I'm sorry. Two, hodling. You're cheating me. You're cheating me. <laughs> you're cheating me with this future money. I, I'm looking at a poll here, and they're asking if you could cheat on your committed long-term partner just once, and it was guaranteed that they wouldn't find out. Would you? And 33% said yes. Jeez, so man. The market they, is there. That's they need market. to Sex sells, man. leave their marriage. They, they need to leave their marriage is what they need to do. That's what they need to do. I'm a marriage counselor. Can we certify me an you expert have enough in that, money, too? You don't have, to have, you don't have to cheat on them with bag ladies, either. So it could be... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, should we talk about other things Bitcoin? Yeah, sure. Or, um, Cello, did you have any news Um, lined up? Because I had one thing that I wanted to talk about in particular. Yeah, there's a a lot of things happening in Bitcoin. Um, The first thing that we can talk about is how 
merchant adoption has come a really, really long way over the past few years, but it's still difficult for people to make regular purchases with Bitcoin until now. I think I know uh, where you're going. Yeah, Coinbase introduced the first. Uh, do you want to take this? I think you know where I'm going with it. I am. Um, be ready for after I introduce it, though. Coinbase partnered with a company called Shift, who I guess is partnered with a company called motherfucking Visa. And they have released the very first debit card in the U.S. Let me turn that back. I don't know if it's the very first, but I do know it is. Screw that. I'm not going to question myself. The very first debit card in the United States. Um, Sorry if we're so happy, but we live in the U.S. So, you know, other places that have had it for a while, (laughs) whatever. But we live. Why? Oh, even even better in the U.S. Uh, (laughs) Oh yeah, we we actually live. We live in one of the states where we can use it. Only twenty-four states can use it, and and we can use it. So, well, you guys are definitely hitting on the negatives. Let me go ahead and put the positives (laughs) up there. That gives access to thirty-eight million people. Thirty-eight million people, approximately, now can spend Bitcoin using their debit cards. And here is the obligatory inception blah. Blah. Well, you said 38 million people can use it. I think you meant 38 million merchants take it. 38 million merchants take it. Blah. 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 <laughs> so uh, I want to get Corey's perspective since he can't he can't use it. So he's only like t- he's only like looking at this as good news, as, you know, progressive Bitcoin news. I signed up. I'm going to get it. Oh, it's, but I want to hear what you think. It's exactly what we've talked about in the past. It's it's making really easy on-ramps for people to spend their money using Bitcoin, but they don't know they're using Bitcoin or like or like accepting Bitcoin for that matter. Like it's people to be able to accept Bitcoin without know they're accepting Bitcoin. The merchants just going about their day using the, the infrastructure they already have where it's allowing the people who want to interact with them and with the, with whatever way they want to without the merchant caring. Or setting up a new payment structure to accept that type of thing, and then keeping track of it along with their finances and all that nonsense. It's just, it's just seamless use of a better technology with what's already existing. And I'm butt hurt that I can't use it. Blah. Well, I'm sorry about your butt hurtedness. Yeah. Um, but I will be using it. Did you sign up already? I haven't signed up yet because I'm generally lazy on Fridays. Well, let's uh, let's um, when we get it, let's both go somewhere and use it, and then sure. let's get some stares from a merchant here. Like let's what? let's why, record it. Why too. would they stare at you? Will they know? They won't even know. They won't. I'm gonna. You're I kind of want to tell them. Are you yeah. making a point? You want the stare? You want to be that yeah. guy? Yeah. Hey, you can be that guy already, Marcello, if you want to. Hey, clerk. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, clerk. Just, just do things that are really annoying. Like bring out your checkbook and just be that guy. <laughs> I just, I just you know, the talk them through direction. it. Like, I'm bringing out my checkbook now. I'm getting my pen ready. <laughs> <laughs> it's the opposite direction of what we're trying to do, <laughs> yeah. but it's still being that guy. You know, I gotta say, my opinion on this, to the core, is that I feel a little bit as if it's like going out and buying a, like a thirty-five thousand dollar nice shiny truck. And then hooking up eight horses to it to pull it around. That's how you feel about it? That's how I feel about it. I feel well, like I mean, using it's... the debit card is cool, but come on, man. That's antiquated shit right there. Until I the mean... infrastructure catches up and we and, and all the merchants have better ways to accept money. Because I mean, now that the like if, as people start using Bitcoin in this method, using the Visa network, um, becomes normal then Bitcoin becomes more legitimized, which allows people to then expand the way like they accept money in a much easier fashion. Like they can use the all of the ways Bitcoin can accept money through your tablet or phone or whatever new infrastructure that needs to be put in place while Bitcoin's growing. And then as that infrastructure grows, we can slowly transfer over to just using Bitcoin and then leaving the Visa network behind. Yeah. You're... You're right. I'm not saying you're wrong. I totally agree with you. I but just yeah, feel like I, I see what you're saying. It's like it's like we got this cool new toy. Yeah. Let's not use it. Yeah. 
for us, like we're the ones using the car the way it's supposed to be used. And then we look over at somebody who's pulling their car with horses and we're like, what the, why are you doing that? What, what's the point of that? That's the way it feels like to me. I do. I'm going to get one, of course, because I'm a Bitcoiner. Why wouldn't I support the ecosystem? All right. Of course, I'm going to support the ecosystem. All right. I'm even going to buy a couple Christmas gifts with it and then rebuy that Bitcoin immediately. But (laughs) what I um, I think is a little bit about putting the horse in front of the super duper expensive car and pulling it around. But it definitely is a win for Bitcoin because I posted it on Facebook and I get I got a couple people that were like, yeah, this is cool. And then another person put winning, which isn't that good of a thing to put now, because given Charlie Sheen's situation. No, it's still good. It still applies. <laughs> Tiger blood is not good anymore. Yeah, it definitely. It's a little bit tainted now. You guys are crazy. So, so I was curious, Marcello. Does your daughter only communicate uh, as a as a pterodactyl? Uh, she's at that age now. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> scream talking is uh i've witnessed it firsthand the scream talking it's a beautiful thing so no, you, you have I, eardrums of steel well here's the deal is like when when she grows up then Corey's gonna have a kid and we're gonna hear Corey's kid in the background and then when Corey's kid grows up we're gonna hear your kid in the background oh my and kid's gonna be silent because she's gonna have a muzzle on yeah <laughs> absolutely <laughs> Corey, you're thinking I left my muzzle in the car. Sorry, guys. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to have a pacifier with one of those super duper industry grade bungee bungee cords tied to it that just is real tied around the mouth. Oh. So that. Yeah. So you're going to have a ball gag in your daughter's mouth. That's good. Oh, my God. Corey. <laughs> you took it so. You took it to the worst area of all time. You described it. I'm just telling you what you described. Oh my god, I did describe that. <laughs> oh, I feel so bad now. I feel like I gotta go take a shower. Uh, well, speaking of ball gags, you want to get into uh, our interview? Yeah, yeah, man, we should definitely talk about that. I feel weird. It was a good interview. <laughs> I really enjoyed interviewing her. She was nice. Yeah, guy. and thank you for doing it while you were sick. Appreciate it. Yeah, it was. I I control it. There's a there's a pretty bad cough somewhere in there, but uh, other than that, I think I controlled it pretty well. Well, I guess the cool thing is, is you know, many years ago, people used to pay for escort services with livestock. You know, you could barter for the company of a high-class escort with a couple sheep and some goats. And today's technology has improved upon the practice uh, by removing the hassle of transferring money. So we interviewed Fallen Angels, which, Mm -hmm. well, Fallen Angels is the upscale boutique escort agency, and... We got in touch with the with the operator there, Miss Sylvia, and she let her? us she like one of her girls. Would you call her a madam? I call her a pimp. I think so. I, I want to be. It's terminology and 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 language is very important in this industry, so I don't want to mislabel her. Yeah, that's true. I would not call her. I a can pimp. appreciate that. I would call her a lady that has a mean backhand and open hand slap. Okay. <laughs> smart-ass woman. I'd call her a smart-ass woman. Yeah. I'm, and, I'm kidding. Uh, I'm just kidding. I, I was really impressed. All their women are very bright and uh, ambitious, if I should say. And I think Corey did a good job um, kind of uh, extracting some knowledge on how the business works and how Bitcoin kind of um, gets implemented into their infrastructure. So, I really appreciate Like, I really I had a fun time just imagining – these incredible like dime pieces teaching really old men on how to use Bitcoin so that they could pay them to hang out. <laughs> it's, it's like, so they're just funny. like these like, it, like incredibly expensive, uh, evangelists of Bitcoin. Like, <laughs> I really hope I'm not dooming myself to this as a reality 40 years from now. Spreading the like... Bitcoin word one old dick at a time. <laughs> Get a bit of my dick. Oh, shit. Um, There's another app. (laughs) Let's get into it. Yeah, let's get into the Intervo. What the fuck? Interview. Here it is. 
Well, Coco, thanks. First off, thanks for coming on the show and talking to us a little bit about um, how Bitcoin got introduced in the old business and how that's kind of changed things. But uh, do you know, uh, how did Fallen Angels get introduced into Bitcoin? And when did y'all realize that this is something y'all could really hold on to and, and dig in? Well, um, I only got personally involved with Bitcoin just not too long ago uh, while I was working for Fallen Angels. But I did hear a little bit about it personally when I was back in, um, when I was in the U.S., sort of in the West Coast. Um, but Sylvia has actually been accepting it for her business for about a year. So um, my clients that I work with, I just kind of started pushing for it just a few months ago. I see. So you tend to, it's, it's more of the client and the, and the business, <clears throat> the client and the clientele have the, have the relationship and whether or not they choose to use Bitcoin is up to their discretion. Is that right? Absolutely. And Sylvia was just saying that she um, recommends it uh, because it's the most discreet form of payment. And, you know, that's something that Fallen Angels really works, focuses on is that we provide discreet services for our clientele. So Bitcoin is just kind of an obvious fit. Uh, so, it, but it's kind of up to us, um, to kind of push our clients to pay that way, uh, even though Sylvia, you know, recommends it for them. How does it work for you? So say you have a, you have a certain client, they call you up and when you, when you make the transaction, do you tend to keep the Bitcoin or do you translate it in directly into whatever fiat currency you prefer or? I actually, I have to take the money out as soon as possible because <laughs> I've got bills I need to pay. Uh-huh. Um, but I do know that Sylvia, she actually keeps some of hers and um, she'll talk about it after after the fact saying like, oh, guess what? Look, I saved up all this money because I didn't convert all of my Bitcoin in. And, you know, I secretly kind of hate her for that because I can't save up all of mine like that yet. But um, I think once I get more clients, I'll be able to. I see what you mean. It's, 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 it's more, uh, more and more as it gets easier to pay certain things with your Bitcoin to be more attractive to you to, to hold on to some of it as opposed to just translating directly into what do you use? Do you, do you live in London? Yeah, I'm in London now, but I do a lot of traveling. I see. So it's whatever currency works for the, the moment, I guess. Right. So like when I'm in London, I convert it back to, you know, to pounds. But when I go maybe to back to America to see family, yeah, I guess converting into dollars. It's very easy. I love that. That is one aspect of it that's just quite nice. Is you, it, it, It's worth whatever it's worth, whatever country you're into. Changing it into that currency, it tends to be pretty simple. Yeah, it is. Um, so Bitcoin and the adult industry, they're kind of like a perfect match, especially with a, a service like what, what y'all offer in terms of polyamory as well as other factors like anonymity. And in your perspective, what is there anything about this currency that makes sense for, for what y'all do? Um, I think you just named them. Are you saying are there any additional things? Is there anything else or is it just yeah. these two that really just hit it, hit it like right on the head? Uh, um, so let's see, what, what else do I like about Bitcoin? I, I really like that there's, there's a little bit of a chance that you'll get more money than what you started out with. Uh, just because of the way that, that how the market works and everything. Mm-hmm. So, for example, if it was like done through PayPal or a credit card, that's that's exactly what you're going to get. The amount paid is the amount paid. But for, we had a, a client uh, for a different different girl. They received six hundred pound in Bitcoin, right? Mm-hmm. And by the time we received the three confirmations, it had dropped to five hundred and fifty pounds. Oof. Yeah. So you kind of you play the market when you're doing it with Bitcoin. Exactly. And, and I mean, it's, this was rare and normally you're, you're, it's going to benefit us, you know, because we can get more money potentially. But, um, I find that is exciting. You know, you don't even have that opportunity to do that with PayPal or credit card or whatnot. It's just, you know, there's always a chance I could, I could make a little bit of extra money <laughs> having the Bitcoin in there for like the 24 hours that I allow it to sit. <laughs> That's definitely an attractive thing. And, it, and as it becomes more popular and it becomes more uh, solidified as a like a larger mar- mar- uh, market cap, it's one of those things that shouldn't drop that drastically and would only gain uh, profit as you hold it. So it's one of those right. things I think now that because Bitcoin's so young, you'll have more op- more times where it falls as opposed to gaining a little more value. Uh, but something that... I thought was kind of interesting is that, or I have a question about is what did you, what would you say 
about people who may think this is a bad idea safety wise. Uh, so we've always assumed, or I've always assumed that in a modern, like independent escort service kind of relies on the traceability of a credit card transaction and this anonymity aspect of Bitcoin, which allows your clientele to stay anonymous also allows them, I mean, kind of takes away from the security of the traceability of someone you work with. Do you have any thoughts on that? Like who might do you harm? Yeah, I, I, I sort of get the concern. Um, however, there's what I think most people don't realize is that there are different types of escorts. There's almost, I would say, different levels. And for us, we're a high-class escort agency. That's part of the reason why our, our rates are so um, different. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but the other reason that comes with that, what comes with being so high-class, is that the people we're dealing with are um, significantly at a higher level as well um, because they can afford to, to have the companionship of someone like myself. And typically they're really wealthy men and they already have like online presences that we are able, so we're able to, to verify um, who they are before we actually, you know, the agency is before us girls actually spend any time. Um, and we have to offer discretion to these gentlemen and, we do the due diligence as well to to make sure that um, everybody is safe. That's definitely true. With with the with the fees that y'all charge, you kind of vet the amount of people that are able to use your service automatically. Yes. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's definitely nice. Um, on the other side, the the that kind of international easily used of availability of Bitcoin. Have you, with other terms of transactions, have you, have you experienced any type of blowback from PayPal or credit card fees? We've, uh, we interviewed a live cam model in the past, a few episodes back, uh, which is another uh, big business in the U S but they, they experience a ton of problems with traditional means of transacting with credit cards and PayPal and such. Do y'all have any types of issues like that? Or is that something you know about? Well, since Sylvia has really been pushing the the Bitcoin for our clients, um, I haven't heard any personally. Mm-hmm. Um, I know some other people in the adult industry that, um, and not all of them were fallen angels or whatever, um, but they've definitely had problems with PayPal, uh, not allowing the payments to go through, holding them for like a week because they're so large, you know? Ew. <laughs> yeah, and, and that's, that's, that's not good. So um, I, I, I personally have not had this experience, and luckily, you know, I've, I'm with Fallen Angels, and I have people like Sylvia to help make sure that the money aspect of what I do is managed correctly. Um, so I, I can't, I'm, I guess I'm not the best person to answer that question. Yeah, that's fine. a good answer for me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So I, I, you kind of alluded to this at the beginning. Are you, um, how does it work with, with fallen angels? So does Sylvia give you kind of free range to do with whatever, whatever money you make, or are you allowed to keep any portion of the bits that you want, or do you have to convert it or give it to her in Bitcoin? How does that work? Oh, in terms of the Bitcoin, um, what we receive, we can do whatever we want with. Okay. So, I mean, it's an agency, so they're going to take, um, they're going to process payments for, for us, mm-hmm. you know, and they take their percentage out of it ahead of time and then transfer Bitcoins to, to us once all that has been handled. I see. And she's really pushing the Bitcoins there, huh? Oh, yeah. <laughs> is she offering deals like a certain percentage off or something like that? Or is just telling them that it's essentially within their best benefit to use Bitcoin because of all the positive aspects of, the, of how it works? Yeah, the latter is <laughs> in their best interest. Yeah. It's, you should probably do this because it works best for you. Yeah. All right. So at Bangkok's number one escort service actually started accepting Bitcoin last week or maybe two, a little while ago. And um, since y'all do too, it seems like this is starting to catch on quite a bit. Do you think this inclusion of the Bitcoin payment um, puts you ahead of your competitors in London or, or maybe gives you or attracts a higher class of clientele that, you know, people who have been waiting to do something like this are now coming to you as opposed to any other service that might be offered? You know, well, it's a little bit more than it. I don't want it to come across as a marketing gimmick. We didn't do this just to be like 
different, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, it fits the needs of our clients. It's what we honestly do feel like this is the best thing for our clients. Um, and the, the guys I've worked with, they, they agree and they've been happy to use Bitcoin. However, um, we also realize that it's important to innovate, especially when you have new technology that's available to you. Absolutely. I mean, my profession is literally one of the oldest professions to mankind. We've been doing this. Women have been doing this for thousands of years. Um, yes, absolutely. Them, it's probably the oldest job there is. Exactly. So we can't, however, get caught up in, in old ways. And we, we have this technology. Why not use it? And Bitcoin is the technology. It fits the needs of our clients. Um, if we don't, then we could be like Kodak, you know? Yeah. And not be here anymore. We've actually talked about that and made that exact same analogy. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it's, um, it seems like an obvious choice. And the fact that it's, that we're leading, um, other, other, companies in this industry, that's great. I mean, we're happy. We're happy that we're helping the entire industry, but it, it really wasn't like, it was really because it was the best thing for our clients. That's nice. So this is something we've always kind of been, I, I've struggled with and understanding is, I mean, maybe you might have some insight on this. Have you found it more difficult to introduce the idea of using Bitcoin to you, the girls, or the clientele to pay? Again, um, that would be something more involved with Sylvia because she is the front line of talking to clients about it and talking to the girls about it. Okay. However, um, I don't think it's been that difficult because most of us, um, we're, most of us girls are, are pretty clever and we know it's just another form of money and mm-hmm. you know at first our initial concern might have been well what am I supposed to do with Bitcoin and then she explained you just convert it we're like okay good <laughs> it teaches you how to do it and you're like okay that's fine I'll fight with yeah. it it's not a big deal you know so um, it wasn't it wasn't too hard for us to adopt it in terms of our clients um, obviously we're, we're dealing with very um, intelligent gentlemen who have a lot of money at their disposal. So they are already familiar with Bitcoin in some way. Uh, it's just a matter of, for some of them, you know, explaining why they might want to try it. And when we really express how it helps them in terms of discretion and how it is um, reliable and for them and how it helps us, they're, they're generally willing to do it. That's interesting. I mean, I, because uh, Sylvia is kind of the, the face of the business, but you girls are really the ones interacting with the clientele. And yeah. it's, I'm curious, you said because, because most of your clientele or even all your clientele is so affluent, has anyone been like, what the fuck is Bitcoin? Why am I going to use this? Or they're just like, yeah, Bitcoin. No, you know, of course I'm going to use it. And it's a matter of them really understanding the reasons behind it and anonymity and things like that. Yeah. Well, it's, for some of our older gentlemen, it's been a little bit more difficult because they don't understand the technology. And I think they like to understand everything that's involved with it. And frankly, Bitcoin's a bit confusing. So um, I can I can understand their apprehension at first. But the younger gentlemen, the younger, they, they typically already have Bitcoin accounts anyway. It's not a big deal. Oh, that's nice to hear, especially from, coming from our side, because we're trying to push a lot more of an adoption and understanding that people with money already have Bitcoin accounts. Other people who are on the fence like to hear stuff like that. Yeah. Um, oh, crap. I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> um, oh, well, doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> so another question that we always ask every, every person we have on the show is, can you describe Bitcoin in 10 words or less? No. (laughs) (laughs) (coughs) Excuse me. Well, that's one thing that we have all of our guests do. So you're going to have to at least give it a shot. And keep in mind, almost no one gets it done. I think we've only had a few people on the show who have been able to do it ever. Okay, just give me a moment to think about it then. Yeah, you can have some time. (laughs) Hmm. I think I got it. <laughs> you typed it out, didn't you? 
Well, I had to write it down. (laughs) Go ahead. See what you got. All right. So I would say Bitcoin is easy, futuristic, and fun. Bitcoin is easy, futuristic, and fun. Well, that's that's, that's definitely short, and you nailed it in terms of 10 words or less. (laughs) Is this is this the I mean is this what you typically do when you when you try and explain it? Say you have a, a, a an older gentleman as a customer and he's asking how to do this. Are you the one who's going through and teaching them how to use it and giving them the apps to purchase the Bitcoin and transfer it, or is that something that's already been done before you meet the client? That's pretty much done before because Sylvia talked to them about that. They handle all the payment. The way this works, the way reason why it's so wonderful for me is because. Um, I just have to do my job. Mm-hmm. I can just log in on, on my, my email and see that he's already paid. And we don't even have to have that discussion. We can just go ahead and, and do what we're like, what he's hired me to do. Exactly. You know? So it's very, very rare that I have to explain anything. Um, when Sylvia explained it to me, it was, she told me it was this online virtual money that makes it easy to get paid. I think that's how she said it to me. And I was like, okay. Well, hell yeah, that sounds great. <laughs> so, I, I think know. the next question was, how is it different than PayPal? But um, I didn't really ask too many questions. It can, you could really fall down the rabbit hole when you start asking too many questions, asking all the questions. Because it gets complicated quickly, but keeping it on a surface level, it's, it's exactly what you want it to be. It's easy, fast, secure, and convenient. Right. Uh, I, I, I had this short, like, fantasy of the of all of you being these incredibly expensive uh, Bitcoin evangelists teaching people how to use Bitcoin, you know, going on and, you know, your clientele being, how do I use this exactly? And you walking them through the steps of using Bitcoin and explaining it, et cetera. But it's good to know that we that's will, all sorted out before you actually get to talk to them. We will meet the, the um, request of any of our clients. So if there's someone who would like you know, personal one-on-one Bitcoin training. I'm sure we could arrange that. <laughs> That's fantastic. Well, uh, why don't you give us a like a kind of a, a short walkthrough on, on how things work with the with the company and uh, what what your day-to-day business is like? Well, um, you know, I hesitate because we we really like want to form something specific for our clients. So whatever it is they need, we'll do. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, however, what generally happens is that they will contact our receptionist, the fallen angels receptionist, and that person will um, schedule out times. They look at our schedules. Each of us girls have our own specific schedule. Um, and if they don't have a girl in mind, they can talk with the receptionist about who is the ideal person for them, for their needs, uh, based on availability as well. And all of us girls have different rates too. So there isn't like a flat rate, you know? So once they schedule that with the receptionist, um, we're contacted and the the location, you know, they connect us with their, with with the person or with our client. And then we basically meet up and it's pretty much his show, you know, whatever he wants to do, generally we can arrange uh, for the travel ones, it's a little bit more complicated because, you know, we have to have to arrange the travel arrangements ahead of time. Of course. Um, but that's pretty much simply how it goes down. Payment is done before we're contacted. So that's all done with the receptionist side and Sylvie and all the other stuff. So I'm not quite sure exactly what happens there. Right on. Is there anything else that you'd like to say on behalf of uh, Fallen Angels or even for yourself? A shout out or anything? You know, I no, <laughs> <laughs> no. I I just think um, if you haven't used an an, an escort service before, uh, we're not all the same. There's definitely different types of adult workers and adult uh, companion services. Um, so definitely check us out first before you make up your mind on what it means to have an escort. Yeah, well, definitely. We've, we've looked through the website ourselves. It's a very professional website that you'll offer a lot of, you know, professional services, and it looks great. Uh, and it's something that we'll have on the show, and um, we'll show everyone and, you know, give you a good name. Great. I really appreciate that because it's, you know, I've, I'd like to be more busy. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Don't we all? All right, well, Coco, I think I appreciate your time. Oh, you're welcome, and thanks for talking with me.
And that was the interview with the Fallen. I jumped right into it there. And I hope you enjoyed that interview with the Fallen Angels. That was Coco representing. Um, she said she picked her name Coco because her favorite cereal was Cocoa Puffs. And that's just the part that we didn't put in the interview. So <laughs> to... A little Easter egg there. Yeah, a little Easter egg there. And I'm disqualifying um, her on the 10 words or less because she wrote that shit down. And she said that's no. Smart. It just it just proves how intelligent they are. Yeah, ma'am. <laughs> I that's what I found that was so awesome about her interview was how simple she made everything seem. You know, you'd ask her a question, and she'd be like, "Well, it's just digital cash, so I use it like I use money. Like I don't see what the what are you big, what are you what are you trying to what are you trying to ask me? It's just, that's that's what you do. Yeah, I don't see the big hubbub about it. It's money, and that's what I take for doing what I do, and. It was awesome. I laughed out loud when you were like, in 10 words or less, can you describe Bitcoin? And she was like, what? No. <laughs> no, I can't. No, I can't. I can't do that. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, oh, uh, oh, okay. <laughs> but uh, if you rent her out for an hour, tell her the Bitcoin podcast sent you. Absolutely. You won't would, get a coupon or anything. A cooch coupon. <laughs> Is there a referral a program? Coupon? A cooch coupon? <laughs> A cooch pond. A cooch pond. I don't know. I kind of like cooch coupon. Just like. All right. Well, we're all 30 years old, gentlemen. Yes. Yes. I'm Let's 31, stop bro. <laughs> Let's stop this immediately. Um, um, what what grown up topic should we talk about? Let's talk about. <laughs> oh, you know what? I saw your I saw your tweet about Bitwage. Tell us what happened there. Um, Bitwage is in the Euro PN zone now in the EU. So I think they got some funding. They did get some funding. Uh, I think it was in the well, hundreds of thousands. I, so I can't remember the funding. Developers more than minimum wage now. Absolutely, they can start. You know, paying the big bucks to spread. Bitwage is an early adopter of an early company of the even earlier than early adopter phase, and they're positioning themselves well to where if it does become a point that people are really living their lives on Bitcoin, Bitwage is going to be the go-to company, I think, for, for payroll. I think there's a few more, but their symbol's really cool. Well, you get you get 1% equity, which is, I think, wet garbage. I think they need to pay their, their devs a little bit better. 1% equity? For what? Um, for working for Bitwage? Yeah. Oh. I mean, as a math guy, I bet you think like one percent will always be one percent, even as the company grows. But there's no like anti-dilution clause, which like gives you a right on new offerings. So, say the problem with one percent equity is that it isn't one percent by the time Tim Draper invested in it. So when companies receive investments, they just create new shares out of thin air and sell them. Mm, so it's dirty. It's, yeah, it's pretty dirty, and I hope they treat their employees a little bit better. Yeah, but what? Um... We're talking about getting paid in Bitcoin, right? So, like, if you sign up with Bitwage, mm-hmm. then you could work anywhere you want, and your employer wouldn't even know that you're getting paid in Bitcoin. But you are. You are. That's the beauty of Bitwage. You do. Yeah, that's the beauty of Bitwage is that, you know, your boss doesn't even have to know. Yeah, but, I mean, you want to tell everybody. If you got paid in this the first rule of Bitcoin. Is you have to tell everyone about Bitcoin. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Sometimes so. people ask me questions, like small talk questions, and my brain auto responses with Bitcoin, just one word. They're like, "Hey, how's it going? Did you did you have a good weekend?" And I'm like, "Bitcoin." <laughs> and they're like, "What? Excuse me? What'd you say?" And I was like, "Ah, oh, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, just it's so automatic now." I didn't even hear your question. I do the opposite. I'm a, I'm a subtle. I do like the unconscious, uh, like mind altering stuff, or I just slip it in in the middle of a sentence without like really acknowledging it. Blah. <laughs> so you're saying yeah, that you you incept the idea? You're like wait 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 wait. What, what did you say? I don't know what you're talking about. What do you mean? You said something about Bitcoin. Oh, oh you know about Bitcoin. We should talk about that. Blah. That was a bad blah. <laughs> you want to just get the sound sound effect and just splice it in? Yes, we will need that. 
We have a little money on the show. We do. We can make that happen. We can make it happen. We need a mix board, which is just different uh, toned boas from Inception. You could probably download some type of soundboard. I was just about to say that. I'm sure there's an Inception soundboard. I used to play with those things all the time with like, you know, the Arnold Schwarzenegger one that got real popular where you'd call people and be like, it's not the tumor. And they'd say like, what? (laughs) And you'd like answer with another soundbite from Arnold Schwarzenegger movies, get, like "Grab my hand." Who's your daddy? Get to the chopper. Get Who's your home. daddy? What does he do? Who's your daddy? What does he do? I do have a confession though. I, I did go to the after you said coming in with the elbow smash. I've been like on this Macho Man soundboard kick. So I have it bookmarked, <laughs> and every now and then, if I need a laugh, I'll just I'll go to the Macho Man soundboard. The thing that you have to do is go watch a Macho Man interview. Like, that guy used some $5 SAT words talking about giving people guillotine leg drops. Yeah. <laughs> it's totally superfluous the way you're coming at me right now. And I'll tell you what, I'm going <laughs> to give you the vindication with a totally ornate knee to the chin. <laughs> you're like, what? Ornate knee? The fuck does that even mean, macho man? Shiny muscles. Anyways, um, we need to talk about Zapchain as a company. They're awesome. It's an awesome website. That's all I'm going to say. Zapchain.com. Go there. Check it out. They're not giving us money. We actually want to just. Yeah. We always have to say that, you know, we're just, I'm a big fan of the things that Bitcoin and the Bitcoin community do. So I'm always checking out the new stuff. Like new apps, new websites, and you know, making sure they're tip top, making sure they're awesome, and and seeing what their proposition is, what they offer people. I checked out Zapchain; it's uh, it's it's pretty cool idea. That's all I'm saying. Go check it out. Let's get them on the show. We're trying. We're trying. Okay. Um, so is there any other headlines that we need to talk about? Um, what about? Yeah, there, there's the um, there's the 21 computer and. Uh, I did a lot of research on it this week, and I'm going to take the negative stance on it. And okay. I just don't understand. It doesn't, for me, it doesn't make innovating any easier. I think there are plenty of existing code bases to be used as libraries for all blockchain manipulation. And I don't think the 21 computer is adding any capability that you can't already do on your desktop. I think it's a largely overpriced mining rig with very little hash power that is being marketed to scam kids who want to feel techie. Mm, That's I my opinion. You are wrong. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm somewhere in the middle, but more towards Corey's side. Um, you go ahead, Corey. You tag in on this. I mean, I, I, I think that it hasn't been around enough for people to utilize it correctly to show its real potential. I mean, it has... It's it's going to be a much better marketplace for people to use that won't clog the blockchain, but is still secured by the blockchain. And it's probably one of the better environments people can use to do all those types of stuff in terms of what it's capable of doing and what it is, how secure it is. But we're not able to see it yet because it's such it's it's also in its infancy because it's just being shipped. People that haven't been able to build the applications on there yet. I think well, I think that was kind of my point. I think what I meant is that when there are like use case tutorials from developers using the twenty one device, people will inevitably make RPI tutorials for the same use cases. So it's at least encouraging competition, but I think pretty soon another company will probably come out with a cheaper open source alternative. You said RPI. What's that acronym mean? Uh, just the the software, basically. When you power up the 21, you still need to download the blockchain, at least. Plus, you're also going to need mining hardware, and setting that up has its own steps. So yeah, all, these all you do is push 21 mine, and then enter, and it starts mining. I don't think it's that easy. It's that easy. It's built into the command line. You open up the command line and push 21 space mine enter and it starts mining. And there are sure full nodes, that? I believe. I'm I 100, well. 100% sure about that. 
that's the point of it. I mean, that's that, kind of like why it's unique is that you don't need all of those things. It is a mine. But the thing is, is that when people get caught up on the mining, I think that's it's a short sighted hang up to get caught up on. It's not about the mining, because obviously at this point with the difficulty and the how professional mining has become, if you're not going out there with a diamond pickaxe, you're fucked. And this is not a diamond pickaxe pickaxe when it comes to to mining. It's just not. It's it's uh it's it's trying to use Bitcoin in a way that the world hasn't seen before. And that's why it's hard to put your finger on it. You know, it's like basically being the guy who had the Commodore 64 in your office back in the 80s. Uh-huh. You know, it, you bring in this massive computer unit and that's probably what they called it. Hey, guys, look at my computer unit. Just got it from the store. Got it from Radio Shack yesterday. And people are like, what What? The, what are you going to do with that? And he's like, well, right now I can play Pong in solitaire. But you got the voice. You got the white man's voice down pretty good. I am. I'm pretty good at it. I've, I've, uh, I've been amongst you guys for a while now. <laughs> so, Corey, have you heard of the RPI? No. It's uh, <laughs> well. I know you're you're learning the code and everything. It's basically what it is. Is it's a credit card sized computer. Um, the idea is to teach children how to program. That's hot. I'm I'm all about that because it's necessary. Yeah, yeah it is very necessary. Um, let me see here. Yeah, I don't know. I think I disagree, Trello. 21 computer, I think it's going to be a good thing. We just don't know what it's going to be. It's kind of like, it's too new. If you and me were, were mining, would we have bought those video cards? Or would, we have just said, or would you have suggested, hey, let's just get the 21 computer? Uh, it's way too, I don't know, the, the, That's the, the mining is, is, is too, yeah, it's really hard to say, I don't know. When we were mining, one, we were mining Litecoin and trying to flip it to Bitcoin, which we never got around to doing that because everyone and their mom wanted to start mining Litecoin at the same exact time we did. So, we had a bomb-ass rig, though, I know that much. It was you nice. Know, ventilated... Mm. Y'all's was way cooler than mine. Mine looked cool, but yours yeah. was much more efficient, in my opinion. It was pretty awesome. Uh, I'm just happy that we got so in your dad's age, like into it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He was he was pretty pumped about it. He hates Bitcoin for some reason. He doesn't hate it. He's just he's so indifferent to the point where he's just like I was like, hey, dad, you know, Bitcoin uh, just got. I tell him all the headlines, and he's like. I don't see why you're so excited about it. It's just money. And I'm like, huh. I mean, I hope that's not like a nugget of wisdom you're dropping me. <laughs> that I'm just not, you know, old enough to see right now. But what do you mean it's just money? He's like, it's just money. You go out and you spend it. I mean, what's so exciting about it? And I'm like, huh. I guess he got me there. I don't fucking know how to react to that. I'm like, <laughs> I guess, but anyways, um, and yes, my dad does talk like a Samuel Jackson character. That is how your dad sounds. That's not how he sounds. Actually, it's a lot That's more exactly black how that. he sounds. Oh, <laughs> all black dads sound like Samuel Jackson. Yeah, it's a given at some point. Or Cleveland, you could do or Cleveland. <laughs> I'm gonna be that guy. Like I've got my Kangle hat ready. I pre-ordered it five years ago. I don't, you don't have to. Like it just comes in the mail at your thirty fifth birthday. It does. <laughs> I didn't even order this. Oh man! Well, I'm almost there. My Kangle hat and my bright yeah. suits. Your old man black black guy kit just comes yep. in. I've got the Steve Harvey mustache going, so I'm almost there. <laughs> Anyways, we need to wind down and plug our shit. Plug it. Plug um, it. So we shut down the oh, quiz. Oh, the quiz is done. Yep. Yep. There was a lucky winner. Who won uh, how many bits? 0.05? No, I gave him more bits than he gave because of the volatility. So he gave me uh, 0.06, which was $14 when he entered, and I gave him $19 back. So congratulations. Nice. So you gave him the same amount of bits, more dollars. Oh, yeah. Yep. 
we're so, generous here at the podcast. Yes, we denominated in bits. So if you had given us one Bitcoin, one whole Bitcoin, and the price shot up, then you would get one whole Bitcoin back, and we would have made a really tough ethical decision behind the scenes. That's how. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been like, do we really give them the whole Bitcoin? Do we need to? Do we? Yes, we do. It's Bitcoin. It's what we stand for. So... Um, congratulations to that lucky winner. I hope you like your bits. Um, what else do we have going on? Of course, Twitter is always going. Marcello runs the Twitter personally. Thank you, Marcello. Yep, yep. And that's at the BTC podcast on Twitter. We have Facebook, the Bitcoin podcast. Please like us. We're getting more likes every week. We would like more likes every day. People like us. Yes, that's true. We are likable. Go to Facebook. Hit us up with a thumbs up. Okay? And then you can even send us a message on Facebook. We'll message back. Um, we're going to be starting the crowdfunding soon. Right, gentlemen? For yep. sure. Podbean. So we will be linking that on the Reddits and on the Zap Chains and on the every social media site possible and trying to get people to... Um, be a Patreon for us. We've got some pretty unique tiers out there we'd like for you guys to maybe sign up for or just donate a little bit so we can make the show better. That's what this all is about. More content. Demetri will make a rap song about you and That's rap true. on the show. That's one of the tiers. If you donate enough, I'll spit some hot fire like Dylon. Stick on fire. That's right. And what else are we doing? Oh, our Zap Chain community started all through a budding seed of an idea from you, Cello. You said, hey, man, we should really use this Zap Chain thing. And that kind of like, you know how you hear those silent voices? We should use this Zap Chain yeah. thing. We should hear this. I kept hearing your voice over and over. So I went and I looked into it. And I did start a Bitcoin podcast community. Um, there's two members right now. Myself and someone else. I can't figure out who the other person is. <laughs> and um, it's, me. it's you. <laughs> I hope it's <laughs> one of you guys. Um, and so you go to zapchain.com slash just two guys. <laughs> and you can um, go be a part of our community. You can get paid Bitcoin just to ask us questions and post articles and basically um, build a community. So we're going to talk about that more as episodes go on. Um but cool. if we don't have anything else to plug, uh, if you've got polyamorous needs or you're just a sleazy coward wanting to cheat, we don't judge. Use Bitcoin. <laughs> yep. And then, oh, give him the teaser, Cello. The teaser for next week. Oh, um, if you're a gold bug, you're going to want to listen to next week because we have Mr. Joshua Shigala all the way abroad. We're we're tri countrying it. We got we got us in North America. We got Corey in South America, and he's in Europe mm. or so UK. Voltero, Voltoro. Sorry, Voltoro. That's a good one. Yes, it was a great interview. So, if there is nothing else, play the outro. There we go.